0: Thank you so much for having me
1: It's an honor to, um, just to be on your show and to share. Well, listen, um, we, we love speaking to winners because uh, they, they've they got stories that are moving that demonstrate that no matter what the challenges they face in life are, even on the field or off the field, they can overcome. And your story is one such. Tell us a bit about how you became an athlete. Sure. So, so um, you know, I
0: think, Everybody has their own sporting um, journey and their own um, way they started it, but uh, mine was um, when I grew up I was quite bullied quite a lot for being different and not having a hand, um, having freckles and curly hair. So it was quite um, quite difficult to understand why why I'm the one without a left hand. Uh, sometimes I couldn't do a hand stuff, handstands. I was the one judging everybody doing it, <laughs> and then I was introducing grade four, um with my uh, little friend. Um, and the teachers, well, to we start doing running. And it's incredible. The first time I started doing it, it was kind of like it's my place where I gained self-confidence. I started mm. falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. It was like my heart was keeping a beat when I ran, and I became the girl with the one hand running. And for me, it was kind of healing. I got a purpose, and um, it felt like I had a plan that God wants to use me um, mm-hmm. in running. And it sounds with the rest is history. I started doing professional sport in twenty ten and disability sport and you know, my life has changed incredible um, not just the performances mm. but with um, character building and that and it's been an incredible journey to be part of sport because it definitely unites people and it lets you grow and it opens up so many opportunities as in person off the field as well.
2: Mm. And Renee, I I remember listening to the interview straight after you won your medal at uh, the Paralympic Games and you were in tears just at some of the challenges you had to go through in order just to get to Tokyo. Just take us through some of the lessons you've learned during your sporting journey and especially given what the COVID pandemic did not only to us as normal people, but as athletes such as yourself.
0: Um, yeah, I think every time, I thought I'm, I'm done with that, but every time I hear the word <laughs> COVID, it brings back to and challenges. I'm sick of it. Um, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay, I'm not going to say this anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, there I said it. but it's also good to face it because mm. I had COVID just before the game, so it was a big challenge for me. And the reason why it's so much emotional um, moment on the track was because I didn't know that I'll be able to get the game. Um, it was very challenging. And I was tested positive the 13th of July. And um, yeah, and it's just before the games, before mm. we went into a bubble, before you do your last preparations and make mm. sure that you are the five year that you work for, that you're ready for, for it. So mm. it was scary, but it just made me realize that obviously sport isn't always easy, um, but you need to be uh, mentally prepared for all those challenges. That was one of the things that I think helped my mm. um, faith. Um, I'm a Christian and I really believe in that. So I had my challenges, I went to that place. Connected God and my, my mentors and my training group and my people, um, mm-hmm. my family, my husband, my friends. I know he looked at me very concerned, <laughs> and every day in COVID, he kind yeah. of just wants to keep me positive and tell me to go, tomorrow is another day. So just holding on to the challenges—it's not going to be always.
1: Absolutely, you're not going to
0: see the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and just holding on to that made my moment in Tokyo the best and the memorable moment. You know that I faced all these challenges, mm. but I'm more than all these challenges. Yes. I'm strong. I'm determined, and I'm focused, and in my faith, I'm rooted. And that's what I did at the games. I ran with God, everything single set, and um, wow. I'm incredibly privileged that I gave something positive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. With COVID and
0: everything that we have in the world, and I'm honored that I can bring back some joy, some emotion, some, yeah, a story that I had COVID and I overcame it, like I could bring back gold, not just for me, but for the whole nation and to make everybody proud, um, I'm honoured.
1: I mean, that's to, exactly you know, what that you've movie. done. That's exactly what you've done. Over and above the fact that everything you've displayed embodies the Adidas brand attitude of impossible is nothing. But what you've also done is motivated so many people, um, so many young people who also want to be athletes like yourself. What is your what is your word to to people out there who feel like there's a mountain in front of them that they just can't get around?
0: I would go back to what I've learned through sports and through my journey with COVID is to take it day by day and mm. you write your why down, why you do something. Mm. and Because if you know what your why and you know why you're driven and you're passionate about something, that challenge is only like a little bit of percentage. The rest of your why and the rest of why you're doing something overshadows that. Um, and to hold on to that Tomorrow's another day and tomorrow you take it on again and to control what you can control. If you're injured, then you spend time with your family and friends more. Um, yeah. You really get more knowledge about how you can get out of this, yeah. and you, um, yeah, you kind of put your, um, you, you do other things to kind of motivate yourself.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. So I think that's quite important to know your why and to stick with that and to not let challenges overcome, overcome overrule you. Mm, totally. Um, to stand your stand and be it's like, okay. I'm going to overcome it. Um, because that's something that sport has learned has learned me, and that young people and people listening be active and join sport community. Sport definitely unites the world and unites people together, and it, it lets you grow. And like I said in the beginning, it creates opportunities for Mm. you as a person, and and keeps Um, you out of trouble as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it keeps you out of trouble as well. But listen,
3: exactly, you
1: you are trouble on the track for your opponent. But we love it. So thanks for being such a champion and an absolute rock star. All the best and congratulations on all your achievements thus far.
0: Thank you so much, and thank you so much for your heart and for the show, for sharing our stories and for letting the impossible possible stories share around and everybody listening. Thank you so much.
1: Absolute Mm. pleasure. On Renee Wears. She's a gold medalist at this year's uh, Paralympics and uh, she is absolutely stunning. Don't test her over 400. She will show you. She will show you. (laughs) So the Impossible is Nothing content series includes short films that showcase some of the most documented individuals in the world in previously unseen intimate moments. What you need to do is follow the hashtag Impossible is Nothing and you can follow at AdidasZA on Twitter. You can also check out adidas.co.za, where more of the local Adidas family will also be sharing their stories. It is time for the headlines now, and then we get into
2: the latest in sport. We'll keep this one brief. And the winner of tonight's MTN 8 semi-final between Swallows FC and Cape Town City FC will meet Mamelodi Sundowns in the championship match this after The Brazilians sealed their place in the last two with a 3 0 victory over Golden Arrows at the Lucas Maripe Stadium for a 4-1 aggregate win. While the Dubé Birds and the Citizens go into their semi-final second leg tonight with the aggregate score at uh, goalless. Kickoff is at six o'clock in tonight's Champions League. Plenty of action to look forward to, especially when Chelsea, the holders, uh, travel to to. To take on Juventus, that game gets underway at nine o'clock. Liverpool uh, will, a uh, bigger part in Manchester United will be in action at uh, Viral. Uh, that's uh, at Old Trafford, a beg your pardon. kicking off at nine o'clock as well. Barcelona travel to Lisbon to take on Benfica. Bayern will welcome uh, Dynamo Kiev uh, to uh, the. Uh, um, to munich itself and that game will get underway at nine o'clock as well young boys are in action against atalanta in the early game kicking off at a quarter to seven lastly in uh, boxing news manny pacquiao has decided to k- retire from uh, uh, all forms of boxing uh, this seal now concentrates on a run for the presidency in the philippines uh, last month the 42 year old lost his wba welterweight world title uh, to uh, cuban uh, your Dennis Yugas. Uh, that's all the sport I have for you. We'll it'll be sports this afternoon with Angie. I'm Owen Honey for Metrofilm Sport on the Morning Flavor. Right, we got a vinyl classic today. Today's classic
1: is gonna take you back in time. In fact, you're gonna love it. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Alright, let's push that fader up where the turntable is uh, running through. There we go. This is Nikos making me high. What memories come to mind? Share with us. Hashtag The Morning Flavor. It's The Morning Flavor Vinyl Classic. And today, Nikos brings you and I, Making Me High, DJ Rocco on The Remix, a classic that takes you back to 2008. And uh, Rico says, this jam takes me back to the days when nightclubs were closing at 6am and DJs were playing long hours back then. Yeah, I agree. I'm just playing for two hours, three hours, eh? Sure. Not this 20 minutes, 30 minutes thing. What? Huh? For the same rate? Wow, you're winning. Oh no, listen. <laughs> sometimes it's just about the sheer enjoyment. Yeah. And then you just happen to get paid for leaving your house. That's really what it is. That's really what it is. Yeah, but we share in your pleasure. Oh no, definitely. That's it. Rico, I agree with you. And uh, trust me, back then you found a lot more long DJ sets. But I see some guys trying to do it again. Good memories. And another vinyl classic to take you down memory lane. It's 8.41. Coming up next, we meet our entrepreneur for today. So you know what it means? Wednesdays, round about this time, we've got another business to put out there. And we're doing it again today. Melissa's Culinary Table is a private offering and catering company. And it is uh, run and owned by Melissa Haya, based in Secunda, Mpumalanga, Melissa joins us on the line. Good morning. Hey guys, how are you? Good and you. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm sitting on the table, but uh, there's no food. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Where's, where, <laughs> where's our private session? <laughs> i am see
4: you next time I say.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. No, brilliant. Uh, we will hold you to that, Melissa. Okay. What we're going to do is give you an opportunity here to tell us about your business. Uh, you're a private chef and you also, you know, offer catering services. So you'll tell us about your business and then you'll also unpack some of your business challenges. There. All right. Yeah, and before we start, we have to bring in some advice here and uh, somebody that can give you some pointers, things that you can perhaps implement or try out in the name of growing your business. So we'll bring in marketing entrepreneur Pat Masangu, who's the CEO and founder of Lirato Agency. Pat, good morning. Thank you for your time.
3: Good morning, Mo. Good morning to your listeners.
1: All right. All right. Let's uh, serve some breakfast. Melissa, are you ready?
4: Um,
1: Yes. All right. Your 90 seconds starts now. Go for it.
4: Okay. Right now, I'm operating as Milisa's Culinary Table. I offer a food prep and private chef service in and around Secunda and sometimes Johannesburg. I cook according to the different dietary requirements of my customers. I cater for baby showers, private functions, big or small. Predominantly during the week, the clients that I cook for have their certain dietary needs such as vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, banting, plus many more different. Homey, African people can get a hold of me on 073 735 On social media, it's Mili Sahaya, M I L I S A H A Y A. A major business challenge right now is marketing and just trying to reach a bigger and broader spectrum of clientele.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I'm hungry already. When you mentioned hard bodies and the likes, I'm like, oh, Milisa, you're killing me. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, I I get the idea of what you do and how you do it. You're based in Segunda. What does that mean? Does that mean that you only service clients in that Bumalanga region, maybe Ermelo, uh, Middleburg, or, or what? What are you saying?
4: Um, right now, it's just like here in Secunda. But if clients do call me, I'm willing to come through for like functions.
1: Aha, so I see. I like
4: baby showers,
1: parties, mm, mm, mm,
4: mm. even corporate functions if they would like my services.
1: Okay. Mm. Uh, let me bring in Pat here. Pat, I mean, you've been listening in. What do you make of uh, Melissa so far and even perhaps just uh, responding to a business challenge as well?
3: Yeah, I just got back from gym and I'm looking at Instagram page. Um, <laughs> yeah no,
1: nah. the broccoli
3: and the butternut and healthy stuff, healthy stuff. Um, yeah, Melissa, I think you're onto something here, man. Uh, I think um, more than anything, the trend is 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 heading towards healthy meals, healthy balanced meals, and I'm glad that you're also considering studying. Oh, you're studying towards uh, nutrition. Um, qualification that's going to help your your business a great deal, but in terms of marketing, I think more than anything we need to go back to to, to basics. You know, in terms of the people that have that you've said this before, they need to be now your champions when it comes to your marketing. Ask them to uh, to write you testimonials so that you can put on your social media, and also bring in that human element on on your on the social media pages, because all I see is food. Yes, it's good-looking food. It's healthy. It's nutritious. It, it does look nutritious. But at the end of the day, people will buy into people. So for you to build that trust, you need some social proofing, you know? Get the people that um, you've served before to write you testimonials that you can share on the social media pages. Even if it's just a quote with their name, you know? Mm. Um, or, they, or they record a, a small clip to say, hey, guys, I... I, I just uh, commissioned Medicine's culinary Kitchen to come cater at my child's baby shower. The food was great. I'm so happy with them. You should try them Who trust. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, for me to make that call from Joe and to say, Melissa, come up to, to, to Johannesburg and do catering for me, it it will have to be based on trust. Do I trust you enough that I can pay you to come up here and do the cooking Then someone that I already know, whom yeah. I, uh, I've seen before and I've met before. Sure, so you sure. also need to, 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 to think about that. Mm. You know, So just ask the people to do your testimonials. Also, sometimes you know, we assume that people know what we do, and we don't tell them what they do. I think many times uh, some of the people I know were like, actually, we're looking for a marketing agency to do, xyz for us mm. and i'm like guys i do that's that. exactly what no, I, do. I didn't mm. know i didn't know that you're doing that mm. you know so mm. we we in the beginning we have this obviously ambition that our business needs to go national then we focus on that and those people don't even know us and if we, we neglect the people around us um who can speak and, for and us yeah. Opportunity. Yeah. yeah those people already know us they already trust us somehow all they need to do is just give us opportunity we want to give them the opportunity the word of mouth again is another key marketing tool you know mm. if i'm happy with the service i'll definitely tell other people about it
1: yeah that's how it always works pat just to jump in there yeah. um and before we yeah. take a break uh, Melissa, i just want to know how what's the biggest number of people you've had to cater for do you remember
4: um well alone it's probably been like 20 to 30 people.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not that much when I'm like with the business, but like in industry, there's definitely a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break. We'll chat some more in just a moment. Uh, Melissa Haya of uh, Melissa Culinary Table. That is her offering. She is a private chef and she offers catering. You can check them out on Instagram. Melissa Haya. M-I-L-I-S-A-H-A-Y-A. Even if you are in Bumalang in Sukuni, like, how, oh, but how come I don't know this person? You must check it out and maybe try them out as well. We'll uh, chat some more in just a moment. All right, Melissa's Culinary Table. That is the business that we are putting the spotlight on today. And we've heard some insight um, in terms of what she does and what she offers she's based in secunda but listen she's open to rock anywhere where you are as long as she feels she can get there now pat Maslangu has given some great advice pat um i just want to say thank you for your time and um yeah let's uh, watch melissa grow and hopefully um you know use some of the advice you've given
3: absolutely and all the best Melissa, you're on to something thank
4: on you so much
1: all right Pat Masangu, thank you for your time. Marketing entrepreneur, founder and CEO of uh, Lerato Agency. Okay, uh, while we sort that out, um, just check out Melissa's uh, yeah. Instagram page, Melissa Haya. And uh, yes, you will be hungry instantly. So Melissa, <laughs> with everything that you've heard today from Pat and just our conversation, what do you reckon um, you reckon you, you got something to work with just in terms of trying to get yourself out there? Definitely. Like mm-hmm.
4: uh, Definitely also be working with the word of mouth. Like mm. literally making sure that people get my name out and one another, but I'm also
1: gonna also work on those testimonials. Mm. Because yeah. I I know like if if somebody has offered you know catering uh, as a service etc and or anybody that prepares food and they ask me I'm all too happy to say how it was, and I don't mind mm-hmm. sharing and I, and I and I speak for a lot of people here who. are wouldn't mind so take advantage mm. of that because that is the proof uh, it's in the
2: pudding no pun intended yeah <laughs> I Melissa mean, I've been through your your Instagram page at the moment and the food looks divine on there uh, one thing that I'd, I'd like to see more on your page is people enjoying your food I think you know there's one thing showing the food off but there's another thing seeing the how people enjoy the food that you do cook Mm. and i think that would help a lot in people just seeing this out there and, and and adding more marketing value to your product. i must say i mean you have you've got a fantastic product and you've been doing so well already and especially in a climate like what we have at the moment with COVID-19 and protocols being put out there. Um, di- business must be very difficult, especially for you in the catering industry. So uh, when we do have that moment, put it in there. Let people see how people, other people enjoy your food. Yeah, put a picture of a video of me
1: chewing Yes, <laughs> eating the tribe. <laughs> All right, Melissa, uh, we're going into a very busy season. There's weddings, there's um, unveilings, there's funerals, 21st, 1st. If anybody is looking yes. for your services, how do we get in touch with you?
4: Um, you can get a hold of me on 073-735-3577. Um, you can call me or give me a WhatsApp, or you can just send me an email on Haya 95 at
3: com.